Hello and welcome to Over the Rainbow. Mental health. Achieving mental health for real. This week, I think it's an important show. Uh, I think there's a lot of people out there with anxiety and panic. I hope that you can get that under control and hopefully this show will, will help a little. Uh, I'm going to try to get into the reality of the situation and go over the different levels of the problem. My original guest um, could not make it tonight. So tonight, I'm going to try to explain what what's going on exactly. Okay, we have a virus. And it's a virus that spreads very easily and quickly. And it's not exactly like the flu because the flu, people have uh, shots. They're prepared for it. Um, it doesn't spread as easily. So what the reason for quarantining everyone is to make sure that the virus doesn't spread like wildfire. Uh, to contain it, it's probably at a point where it's a little late, but better late than never. And I think if we wait it out, it could be two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. We wait it out, I think we'll be fine. So try to, you know, breathe and just relax and I'll tell you a little bit about what's going on. Um, we all heard about the virus. Um, I don't have to say its name. I'm calling it the C word because I think people have had enough of hearing about it. But I'm trying to be quick and dirty here. And hopefully it'll give you good information and help you to relax and not get too excited about what's happening. Um, what is this virus and where did it come from? Well, a large family of viruses that typically attack the respiratory system are called, well, I'll have to say it now, the coronavirus. Most coronaviruses infect animals such as bats, cats, birds. Only seven, including COVID-19, SARS, and MERS, are known to infect humans. Okay, so how do we know if we have it? Well, we don't. If we get tested, we can know, but there are limited testing facilities, and I don't recommend going to the emergency room to get tested. The one good thing is, for all, all of my listeners under 50, or even under 60, the mortality rate is very low. They're saying that's about 2.3 total, but I think because they haven't really counted everybody, it's going to turn out to be, I think, less than 1%. So, right away, let's 
you know, it's not a, a, a lethal disease at this point, or it will not get to that. Um, no one knows the precise incubation period for the virus, but symptoms can show up anywhere from one day to two weeks after exposure to the virus. At this moment, we know COVID-19 can cause pneumonia and that can kill. But while it seems to be like deadly and SARS emerge, it's not clear but how precisely how much. The researchers also discovered a huge variation in the case fatality rate by age group, as I mentioned. So if you're over 60, yeah, you should isolate. You really shouldn't do anything. Uh, that's my best advice. You shouldn't be in contact with anyone and you should wash your hands 20 times a day. The biggest way to make sure you, you don't pick it up somehow is to wash your hands. And when you do wash your hands, you do this. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, B, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. Now that's the speed you have to go. You can't be going like A, Z, F, D, X. You have to take it at a normal speed. And that's how long you wash your hands. Wash your hands after you eat. After you touch something from the outside. Uh, if you're outside, if you go somewhere, wash your hands there. Wash your hands when you come back. Washing hands is the biggest protection we have. So again, it may just be a very small cold. Or it could be more than that. The worst part of the whole thing is that we do have to isolate ourselves. Um, you got to be six feet away or at least five, eleven, something like that. And you know what I mean. And you really should work from home if you can. If you can't, try to stay away. Uh, separated from each other, if that's possible, by the six feet rule. Alright, if you think you have it, for some reason, uh, and you're in a high risk group, age of 60 and over, seek medical treatment immediately, let your hospital or healthcare provider know you suspect COVID-19 before showing up. Otherwise, stay home and call a health professional. They will work with your local health department and figure out whether you need to get tested or get treated. Doctors and health officials advise not to go to the emergency room if you have symptoms do not appear, that do not appear life-threatening. People are going to the emergency room and asking for tests. So they're getting turned away. That is just 
overcrowding them and they can't concentrate on the important patients that are much worse off. There's a good chance you'll recover from this disease, but you need to self-isolate while uh, you're sick. If you do get sick, stay away from everyone. Then you could possibly wear a mask if you're sick already. Masks are not that effective for keeping it away. But if you are sick or if you're working in, of course, a hospital, then you need a mask. But don't run out and get a gas mask. It's not going to be that helpful. How does this disease spread? Well, we don't yet exactly know how SARS-CoV-2, the viruses that cause the COVID-19 disease, spreads. But we do have a lot of data on how MERS, SARS, and other respiratory viruses move from person to person. And that's mainly through exposure to droplets from coughing or sneezing. How does the virus spread? So when an infected person coughs or sneezes, they let out spray, and if the droplets from the nose, eyes, or mouth of another person, they can pass on the virus. In rarer cases, a person might catch a respiratory disease indirectly, via touching droplets on surfaces, and then touching I'm not even trying this word, mucosal membranes in the mouth. So basically means mouth, eyes, ears, nose. Try not to touch those at all, if possible. There's also emerging evidence that SARS-CoV-2 may spread through, well, they have here poop, uh, who can call it crap, or shit. Um... Researchers, let's see, uh, known as the fecal oral route of disease transmission. Researchers are on the lookout for potential airborne transmissions too. And there's a lot of speculation about whether intimate objects like door handles can pass the virus. In the case of the airborne transmission, a person could get infected directly inhaling droplets suspended in the air. So, there are easy ways to catch it. And the reason why this is different than a flu, a lot of people ask that question, is because we can all get it quickly and and flood our hospitals uh and we're not quite prepared for that. Uh, other things. So, to avoid everybody getting the disease in a month and everybody getting sick in a month and the bad cases going to the hospital, we'll have to build a hundred more hospitals. So that's the reason why we should stay isolated. Um, how do you protect yourself? Did you buy a mask? Uh, 
Well, in the U.S., just about every health expert has spoken and has said that there's little evidence to support the use of face masks for preventing the disease in the general population. Masks are only useful if you have a respiratory infection already and want to minimize the risk of spreading it to others. Okay. Soap. You heard of soap. Everybody heard of soap, I think. Absolutely annihilates the coronavirus. That's why CDC advises against the use of masks for regular Americans. The best thing you can do to prevent all sorts of illnesses, CDC, is wash your hands, cover your cough, take care of yourself, and keep alert to the information that is being provided. Your sneezes should be into your elbow, like a bat sneeze. Individuals at a higher risk of developing severe disease, the elderly people with underlying health conditions, should take additional precautions, avoiding crowds and contact with people who are sick and stocking up on medicines and groceries. Now, as far as I can tell, on my little research, the only thing that seems to be missing is from the supermarkets are is water, toilet paper, and Lysol cleaner. I still can't find any Lysol cleaner. Um, is this a deadly pandemic? Uh, epidemics in several regions of the world. You've heard about Italy. Uh, now New York is closing pretty much. People can't leave their houses in this city. That means containing the virus, fully halting its spread is no longer the goal, but rather mitigation of fast spread and harm reduction. That's important. I'll say it again. The means containing the virus fully halting its spread is no longer the goal, but rather mitigation of fast spread and harm reduction. So, halting the spread seems very difficult, and what they're saying is we will, we are just trying to slow it down so we, we can pace ourselves. Keep in mind, the P word, I guess they're saying pandemic, doesn't say anything about the severity of the COVID-19. A disease can spread widely and become a pandemic without being particularly severe. And no one knows yet what the ultimate effects of the pandemic will look like. Okay. Um, health officials are now in the mitigation phase of the response strategy. This involves a focus of social distancing and slow the speed of the outbreak. So 
The main goal and the main thing to keep in mind is we're slowing it down by keeping isolated. Uh, okay. That's a lot of information. Um, and here's some more. In the United States, we have 322 million people. Only 7,695 have been tested as of March 11th. That's tests per million of 23 per million people. So we probably have a, a need to get more tests, testing. Well, I think you all heard about the curve. Well, the bell curve. We are trying to flatten the bell curve. So instead of the bell curve goes up and it comes down. Instead of being and going up way, way up like it did in Italy, we're going to try to keep it flat or a lot flatter. Okay. Are there any places I shouldn't go during this outbreak? Well, the CDC has issued its highest level travel alert for Italy, Iran, South Korea, China, advising Americans to avoid traveling. Now, I don't know when their right mind would travel there at this point. So, that might be a Captain Obvious. But, just to say it. But just because a country you plan to go to isn't in this list, doesn't mean it won't have an outbreak. The outbreak is evolving rapidly. And these advisories are likely to change in the coming days. So keep checking with the CDC if you are traveling. If you have to travel for work, um, I would try to get out of it or be prepared and stay away as far away as you can. I know on the airplane, you can't get six feet away. You're, you're crushed in there. So if you could avoid traveling, that's the ultimate goal. So how is the world responding to this crisis? On January 30th, the WHO, who are you, declared the outbreak a global public health emergency. And about a month later, said it was become a pandemic, a dramatic an unprecedented response played out in China, the country with the most COVID-19 cases. China has implemented the most extensive or quarantine in the history of humankind. They also managed to get more control over the outbreak, and cases are now declining in China. Um, Italy has adopted quarantine measures. That's similar to China. First locking down some 16 million people in the country, country's north while the virus has been spreading and then extending restrictions on movement in the entire country. Some governments have so far been able to halt the spread of the virus with their borders seemingly through quick action. In Taiwan, a small island close to China, testing the COVID-19 began in late December. 
even as China was just beginning to discover cases and ramp and ramp up its its response. The Taiwanese government also emphasizes public education about curbing the disease spread. Taiwan has only reported one death from the virus as of March 11th. In recent weeks, the U.S. government dramatically escalated its response, issuing its highest level travel advisory. Quarantine citizens evacuated from China and banning foreign uh, nationals who have recently been to China from coming in, as well as travelers from Iran. Trump announced 30-day travel ban from most of Europe to the United States, excluding the UK. So, the devices don't travel. How might this end? Does anybody know? Well, there are a few ways this outbreak can end. Perhaps public health measures identifying Cases fast, putting infected people in isolation will slow the spread of the virus. That's what happened. That's what stopped the spread of SARS in 2003. It will slow it so that infections happen over 10 to 12 months instead of over one month. That's going to make it a big difference as far as how many people seriously are infected and how many people may end up hospitalized. So the main goal is to slow it down because this is a zoonotic disease, which I believe comes from animals. Means, yeah, that's what it says. Finding and eliminating the source could also help. So, I don't know if it was a bat, a monkey, a snake, I heard. A simple guide to vaccines and drugs that might fight the coronavirus. Um, the coming season of warmer weather could also play a role in at least slowing down the virus. Coronavirus are winter viruses. When the weather is warm and moist, these viruses don't spread as well. COVID-19 could also keep spreading at a high rate and become endemic, regularly infecting humans like the common cold. Either way, it's going to have tremendous, really negative and lasting effects to for most vulnerable people who are either medically or economically vulnerable in our society. Those are the big big things. Um, and serious as this virus is right now, it's very important for you not to panic and not to not to get to a state where you are totally bored out of your mind. So keep yourself busy is what I'm saying. I think that will help if you have a hobby or if you just like to watch TV. Keep yourself busy and it will help mentally. 
If you like to talk to people on the phone, that's a good thing. Make sure you reach out to people on the phone, especially if you're staying home alone all day. Um, no one really knows what's going to happen. And um, I believe it will pass within four to six weeks. People will get sick. I think a very small percentage will die. A, a small percentage will go to the hospital or need to go to the hospital. So, again, don't panic and run out to the emergency room, you know, if you, if you feel a little hot in the room or something. Make sure you take your temperature. And if you're having symptoms, call your doctor. The doctor will tell you if you need to go to the emergency room. But all I'm trying to do is get to a point where we get to a state where we are mentally accepted what we need to do. We have to be responsible. We have to wash our hands. We have to stay away from people. If we do go out and do things, wash your hands when you come home. If you go to the doctors, wash your hands. They have sanitizers at every doctor. I don't know any doctor that doesn't have a sanitizer. So you can use that. It's helpful to have sanitizers, but washing your hands is, I believe, better. Uh, or you could do both. Okay, well, we still have weather. There's no sports, but we still have weather. Um, that's a good thing. Uh, it looks like people aren't panicking. I mean, there is a shortage on certain things. But in most cases, I think people can get something if they need it. So there is no real emergency. There's no need to get overexcited about this issue. Uh, it's going to be a little boring. It's going to be a little scary, but we're going to get through it. You, me, and the world will get through this. And uh, I promise on my next show, I will have a guest uh, for an interview on recovering. But I think the most important thing is that we recover from this. And, um, I hope to have the next show out in less than a week. And maybe sooner, I hope. Okay, I mean, I am going to post a few links out there explaining different aspects of the problem. And... You're welcome to look at it, and and hopefully it'll be helpful for you. But um, the good news is, I have my own, well, our own new web page. Not, not a web page, it's Facebook page, whatever they call that. I am now on Facebook. If you type in over the rainbow. Achieving mental health for real, you'll come to my new and beautiful site.
So, if you want to post something there, um, you could, you could sign up as well. And, uh, I do have a listing for how to get to my, uh, podcasts at, at, at Apple, Spotify, and also Stitcher. Cause Stitcher seems to be up and coming. So I put it out there. Uh, I'm gonna post other things out there. I'm also going to stay on Twitter. My Twitter account is at OverTheRain1Bow. At OverTheRain1Bow. And if you do have a need to talk, you can email me at OverTheRainbowBob at gmail.com. That's OverTheRainbowBob at gmail.com. Okay, now... You're going to promise me you'll stay calm until my next interview. And we're all going to get through this together. I, I think Americans are very resilient. And we're not going to let this kick our ass. We're going to be fine. Um, once we get our sports back. <laughs> That's hard for me because I'm a big Yankees fan and it's very hard. But it's very small compared to the things that are happening. So I just want to tell everyone out there, stay safe, safe safe distances, be careful, wash your hands, and I love you guys. I hope Everybody stays calm. And please contact me if you need it. If you need somebody to talk to. You have my email. You have my Twitter. And now a Facebook account. So post something out there. And I'll answer it if, you know, if it's something that I should answer. Um... So that's the show. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, I will have an interview show coming up shortly. And I hope you have all the information you need to know to get through the rest of this crisis. So take care. Love you guys. We'll see you next time.